is dangerous work, and conditions on the front lines are terrible for both sides. But he is willing to travel long hours and share the danger in order to do his duty as he sees it. It's just like your papa to think about the wives and children. He's the most generous and kind-hearted of men, even if he is a northerner. It's <laughs> why I like to call him Great Heart. Well, now, my darlings, we need to finish this package up so that we can send it off. Let's just put the flannel shirts on top like this, and I think we're done. Although Theodore Sr. had more than casual contact with President and Mrs. Lincoln, and Bammy once sat on President Lincoln's lap during one of her father's visits to the White House, the other children in the family never met him. And yet two of the children, Tee and Ellie, along with Connie's little friend, Edith Caro, mournfully watched from the second-story window of their grandfather's house on Union Square as President Lincoln's funeral procession passed by in April of 1865. See, Ellie, there. Is that President's coffin, Tee Yes. Papa's sad. In the years after the end of the war and the tragedy of Lincoln's assassination, Thee could be home on a more regular basis. While the Roosevelts enjoyed a lifestyle of privilege, being part of one of the richest and most prestigious families in New York, Father was always touched by the plight of others less fortunate. Although the family fortune had come from the glass import business in which he was a junior partner, Thee's overriding interest was organizing, tending, and funding various charitable institutions, such as the Children's Aid Society and the Newsboys Lodging House. Oh, what a wonderful supper. My compliments to our cook, Mitty. I'll pass your compliment along, Thee. The staff positively glows at your words of encouragement. And now I must be off to talk to the newsboys. Such dear little fellows, many of them, but how cruel their lives. Is it true, Papa, that most of the newsboys are orphans? Yes, I'm afraid so. Many of them were sleeping on the streets, but now they get a warm meal in the evening and a clean bed in the lodging house. Would you like to go with me tonight, Tidi? Really? Yes, indeed, my boy. Get your warm coat, and let's be on our way. And don't you worry, Ellie. You can go with me another time. And so, boys, remember to work hard and be honest, and your labors will be rewarded. And now, my son Teedy and I just happened to stop by the bakery shop on our way here. What did you bring? What's in the box? Oh, I hope it's Smells donuts. good. They're my favorite. We thought you might like these tarts for dessert. Thank you, Mr. Roosevelt. Thank you, thank you. Tarts are my favorite. Mine, too. I want a cherry one. And I want an apple one. Mmm, these are so good. Just like my mother used to make me before she, well, you know. Did your mother die? Both of my parents are dead now. That's why I sell papers. Yeah, mine are dead, too. I'm glad we have this place to come to. It was so cold sleeping on the streets. And we couldn't earn enough money to pay for our room every night. Mr. Roosevelt, I'll never forget what you and the others have done for us at the lodging house. 
Mr. Roosevelt, can I talk to you privately? Of course, Sammy. We'll just go over to the corner there. Will you be all right here, Titi? Sure, Papa. I'll help these boys eat the tarts. <laughs> <laughs> So let me get this straight. Your uncle owns a farm in Indiana, and he and your aunt would take you in and let you work there on the farm for your board and keep? Yes, sir. I'd really like to go. It'd be like a real home again. But they don't have enough money for the train fare, and neither do I. Would they be kind to you, Sammy? Are they good people? Oh, yes, they're very good. Well, then, my boy, don't you worry. You let me know when you'd like to go, and I'll meet you at the station and pay your fare. How does that sound? Oh, thank you, sir. Mr. Roosevelt, you've been almost like a father to me. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.